0: Up next, Art Evolves. Hello and welcome to Art Evolves. The segment where we talk about art in the digital age and what changes. My name is Chris Blom. I'm a first year student at Willem de Koning. I study animation and I'm joined by...
1: My name is Ruben. I'm a second year illustrator at uh, Willem de Koning. And uh, my name is Sergio. Uh, I'm also
2: the first year student at Willem de Kooning uh, Academy at Animation, and I just climbed the ladder to <laughs> get up in the container and get live, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a quite, 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 quite nice day today. Yeah, to be honest.
0: <laughs> okay, let's start. Um, we're going to talk about uh, communities and what communities we joined. Uh, then we have a discussion about digital art versus analog art and we end with a topic about concept art and illustration and what are the differences between those
1: okay so i guess we'll just jump into the community thing right
2: yeah yeah i think we
1: can do that okay so i'll um I'll first say a few things about the community that i joined um the first actual art community that i got involved with was obviously deviant art like yeah. most people, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Div- Divi- <laughs> Div- Divi- Divi- Artist
2: was like quite the 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 very first place where artists like had the chance to 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 show themselves. But mm-hmm. in like, a, some manner, like they they look like some kind of pros there. You know, I mean, they <laughs> they just. I mean, nobody there was just like messing around. You know, they in the in the very beginning they just posted quality stuff. Now I think it's
1: random think shit.
2: It, yeah, yeah. It's I just... mean, <laughs> with every with every platform, it starts well and it goes in like the total opposite direction.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, So yeah, I don't know, like DeviantR is one of the first things, but like communities in general in the online age, like uh, forums and stuff mm-hmm. like Reddit, um, like these kind of communities.
0: So what are communities you joined some more?
1: Like um, the one I did for my uh, last education, basically I, be- I joined Behance, which is more of a business-oriented Oh, uh, yeah. Art thing.
0: Yeah, me too. Actually, yeah.
1: It's like you basically make your portfolio on this, and uh, this is like really easy to share. and yeah,
0: I, And it's very good that that there's uh, a lot of artists on it as well. And yeah,
1: you can get inspired by them too.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I started
2: actually posting on Facebook. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> oh, yeah. it Facebook was like of all places. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like. the the main platform at that time you know everybody used Facebook when I started to post art online and after that I switched to Instagram and ArtStation yeah I think ArtStation is like a really really great place to actually find artists and uh, communities and I don't know just to experience like a really professional field you know because there um, like the whole platform looks pretty pretty dope they have like a lot of stuff to do there they have like tutorials you have uh let's say jobs um i don't know a a, a really a lot of diversity there and i really like the way the 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 platform itself like looks and it's
1: organized it's more of a professional thing right like our station yeah yeah Yeah,
0: that brings me to the point uh what do you think about branding and uh, building a brand for yourself on social media
1: um They say nowadays it's really easy to do your own branding and stuff. Definitely because of the digital age and uh, how you can put your stuff out there, compared to how it was before. Yeah, I mean,
2: uh, before communities and uh, this kind of internet stuff, artists had to like travel for countries, man. You know, to go to some companies and promote their stuff. You know, in order to get some jobs. But now everybody can like make an account on whatever social media platform you want to go. And you can just, like, I don't know, expose yourself to a massive amount of
1: people, you know, Mm -hmm. through the the fucking whole world. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's definitely easier. Branding and stuff, like, uh, nowadays you can just make your brand online, use uh, Mm -hmm. Adobe programs. It's really easy to get a nice branding for yourself going, to put yourself out there.
0: And how do you think about... um... There's a lot of quality out there also. And uh, we're competing against each other.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like there was back then when internet was not that big and you had to really go around to get your stuff out there. uh, There's definitely a lot more competition online.
2: Uh, Yeah, it is. Because uh, the number of artists who post nowadays, like, it's it's way much bigger than when it started you know and now because you have a lot of information you know available at your finger you can literally learn how to draw from any kind of tutorials out there you know so it's quite easier for those you know to actually post quality stuff you know so the competence is like
1: but do you feel raised. like uh that, that you're actually like getting uh snowed under by other people basically like as in I that think, you lose your stuff i don't- i mean I don't think so. I think in art communities
2: it's about supporting each other more. But you can like be hated for let's say stealing, you know, someone's art style or stealing someone's posts or something, you know. For that, yeah, you should be blamed, but
1: yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think
2: I think you're not a shadow, you know, compared to other artists because everybody got their own thing, you know, going and everybody got their audience. I mean, You're dope if you do stuff, you know, and you post there something. Of course, there will be like people who are like more experienced than you, you know, because you maybe draw for two years and they draw for 30 years, you know, Mm -hmm. compared to them. Of course, you're going to be low. But the the thing that makes this beautiful is that you can like actually learn and evolve and grow, you know, and you can see this process, you know, behind. And I think that's the, the best part of it.
1: Yeah, that's, like, definitely one of the things that is very good about, it. like, even though there's a lot of competition, a lot of things, but there's also a lot of inspiration to get from other people to be inspired. And I think, like, definitely, like, if you steal stuff and if you draw stuff and you don't credit people, even if you got inspired by them, you should be blamed for that. But I think there's also a fine line between, like, if you stole something or you got inspired by something. Yeah, it is. It's it is. like
2: Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah. let's say you're doing fan art, right? you're going to pick let's say Spider-Man, you know and you draw him in a cool environment in a dope position or, and or, and stuff you know and no nobody going to blame you for that because it's just fan art but if you're going to somebody and you you literally steal their characters and you use them in your i don't know personal projects yeah i think that's called stealing yeah like and, if you if you
1: uh, attempt to make money off of it and don't credit stuff like i yeah, feel that's yeah. more like this the, along the lines of stealing it basically Exactly. Guys, I
0: would like to move on because there's <laughs> some more topics to discuss. All right. So next topic, uh, digital art versus analog art.
1: This is like a very interesting topic because there's like a lot of benefits and uh, negatives about both of them.
0: Yeah, digital art has a lot of possibilities, but do limitations make you a better artist?
1: like first before like the analog and digital thing like um i think that like digital art is obviously a lot easier to do nowadays because most people have a laptop most people have access to these yeah, kind of things exactly and
2: um when you're going in digital you have like endless possibilities to make your effects or make something that loops that looks dope compared to analog where you can When you literally can like add glow on stuff, you know, however you want, let's say, you know, and you can like change the way a character looks after you draw him, you know, like just modeling stuff, you know, in certain programs. I mean,
0: analog is like... There's definitely definitely some ease of use with
1: digital. It's like digital is more of also like more time efficient Mm -hmm. because if you work for companies and stuff, um, you're going to have to work in time. And if you do analog, you usually you need to get stuff, you need to buy stuff, you need to set up things. And if you make big things, you need to get a gut, yeah. good spot yeah. for that. And on the computer, you can just make a, a screen from like one meter by one meter and just make it.
2: Yeah, yeah or maybe
1: yeah. just like, let's say,
2: give the example of vectors, you know. Yeah. You draw something in Illustrator and you can project that on a, I don't know, whole building, you know. And <laughs> it's fine. I mean, that works. You know, you can't literally do that in analog. You have to work on big canvases if you want to make big yeah, big, but I think um, that's
0: true. But um, big project. I've been working on analog as well as digital. And I feel like there is also something to be said to work analog. Because in digital, I've been working like very precise and neat and clean. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you want some of the grunge and you have to put it in yourself. Like man- manually putting in the grunge. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that grungy texture and that noisy texture you can apply them of course in digital if you know how to do them but okay it's not going not going to be compared to analog because the original feeling is the original thing you can not change that but you can like simulate that in digital but let's th- this is not like <laughs> like the right way to do it but it's kind of like, like chipping not to look like super digital when
1: you know it's obvious it's digital it's like I, I can get what you're saying, but like usually when I do things digital or like analog, I try to make it very crisp and very yeah, clean. Yeah. Um, there's something to be said for the little mistake that you make while you're doing analog because sometimes they can actually add something to it.
0: Say, yeah, I feel like those mistakes can give it a lot of character and uh, I personally like those characters.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I think it definitely has some vibes to it that it can be very good for a drawing. But like, if you work for like companies and stuff, they usually want just boring, crisp, clean stuff. Like that—that's just how it is, I guess. Yeah, well, it depends
0: but... on what company you work for.
1: Yeah, okay. If it's a little bit less of an uptight company, probably that you can do something crazy. But yeah, but
2: for a company who, let's say, I don't know, sells PC components, you're not yeah, going yeah, to yeah. make a rough sketch, you know, no. to, <laughs> to promote their stuff there because. They'd be like, yo, dude, what is this? We don't need this. I mean, <laughs> what is nobody, this garbage. Yeah. You yeah. Me? <laughs> go go and sell this crap somewhere else. You know? <laughs> they they will need something clean for out of you, you know, and the big majority of companies will need something clean for logos, for example, or yeah. marketing stuff, you know. But if you're going to, I don't know, let's say go and make illustrations for um comic books or for I don't know, posters or whatever, you know, where you need a rough version of your fucking drawing, you know, then it's going to be okay. I mean, it depends on the company, of course, but yeah, there you can apply like those analog principles. And what, you know? what do
0: you think of um, your sketching process? Do you like to do it in analog or do you sketch in digital as well?
1: Um, usually I like to do sketches in analog, to be honest. It's, so
0: just a plain sketchbook and yeah, just trying like, things
1: out. Yeah, I, I think like it it gives you like a little bit more freedom as well because if you're working with tools in certain programs you instantly are bound by certain things.
0: Yeah, I'm, when I work in programs I'm instantly thinking of what to do in the program and what the pra- program can make instead of what I have in my head.
1: Yeah, it's like I think like the like doing the analog sketch beforehand definitely is a good thing for the process like it's still like the first step, obviously. Like, I feel like if you draw from out of your head instantly on a like piece of paper is going to be a little bit more rough and more uh, like creative, than maybe instantly binding yourself to a program and starting yeah, to work 80. it out instantly. Yeah, Yeah, for me, it's kind of different because
2: I like to do my sketch. I mean, I always do my whole project in digital, but I like to do my sketches in digital because I have some tools and I can like, change some parts of that outline and some parts of that component and some parts of that whatever. And I can like play them and uh, actually make like um, like really, really good versions out of it. Because let's say I'm going to mess up the anatomy, you know, for a character. Mm -hmm. In digital, I can simply just select those legs, for example, and bend them, you know. So now I have the right proportions. But in analog, I have to actually... Uh, you can Ctrl C, and, yeah, uh, and yeah. Like. You can do that, <laughs> and you don't have those tools who will help you know make make uh, the drawing look nice, you know, and Do you have clean. it
0: sometimes on paper that you feel like you should do control C, but there is no <laughs> control C?
2: Yeah, yeah. This is this is a nice thing to do in digital. I mean, it kind of like like saves your ass, you know. <laughs> When you mess up, you don't have that in digital, uh, in analog. Sorry, uh, in analog, you're like,
1: okay, bro, we have to do this. We have to be concerned (laughs) about it, not not messing up lines. If you're sketching, you're not going to be that concerned about, like, doing the wrong Oh, of course, of course, because it's sketching. This this is basically sketching, not worrying about what you're doing there. No, seriously. even Uh, though, like, I would get still, like, upset if I do, like, a crooked line or my circles are not completely, like, have the nice angles, like... (laughs) <laughs> so like I control Z, man, where the fuck is my button? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: like, and lastly, I want to uh, ask about digital assets. Do you download them from the internet and do you get some tools from the internet?
1: Um, Like getting stuff from the internet as in the textures and this, you can basically get everything from yeah. the internet.
2: Yeah, I mean, you just type on Google whatever texture you want you know, wood, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and you find it. But in analog, you have to actually make them yourself, you know. And it's quite hard at some points because you literally can't find them, you know, anywhere. You want a certain type of texture and you have to, I don't know, get out of your house for maybe days or weeks, you know, to get (laughs) the right thing that you need for your project compared to digital when you, as I said, you just type on Google whatever you want, you know, and in two minutes you have your material, you know. And if you know how to place them right in your image nobody's going to notice
1: definitely like if you know your stuff they're gonna not notice that you even took a texture from the internet anyway yeah they would probably say that you right, painted that that. if you do it right <laughs> it's if you do it right yeah like, you can see if someone does it wrong
0: there's still some trickery around
1: uh, yeah the definitely there's not that you don't need any skill to do digital art because you definitely do yeah there's I mean,
0: definitely some skill involved
1: i mean even if you're drawing in digital or analog,
2: you need to learn the basics and you need to learn how to construct a drawing, you know, because let's say you're going to ask Bob Ross, you know, to make a painting on a Cintiq. He's going to make a painting on a, a Cintiq. But if you're going to ask a dude who's making stigmas,
1: you know, on a paper, he's going to make stigmas on a Cintiq as well, you know. So it, do- it doesn't change between like analog and digital that much. I feel like you just need what I said was saying, like you need the basics. You need to know how to, draw certain things you can also do it digitally.
0: Yeah, draw yeah, skills like, transfer from like that, like digital the to part. analog and analog to digital. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some specific skills from digital that don't tra- transfer to analog. but
1: Definitely. But it's also probably some things from analog that don't transfer to digital. Like, uh, If you need to work with paint, actual paint is going to be very different to do like painting on analog than painting on a computer because then you have more control over how the water does like certain things and all this shit and how it dries and all this crazy stuff that comes with analog.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's some more things to doing it with actual paint instead of digital paint.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. So... Should we move on to the next uh, topic? Yeah, Probably. I guess so. Let's see.
1: Doing well okay, with yeah. the <laughs>
0: concept art and uh, illustration. What are the differences?
2: Okay, I think I will start with this one. Yeah, yeah, you just. Yeah. Saw. Okay, so in concept art, basically, you're like providing a certain, like, Designs for companies who are going to animate those. Uh, let let me explain. Let's say, uh can you can you actually like pose uh, pose the yeah, animer- yeah, he's
1: gonna yeah. do the thing. Yeah.
2: So. Um,
1: oh yeah. Well, like, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so get some out of the way for the when, fucking thing. When
2: when you're doing concept art, okay, you're just making uh characters, you know, who later on will be transferred to animators or whatever, you know, who are going to use this information. You know, you don't need to have like high-quality render images for that. You just need to actually explain how a character works, you know, in order to be transferred to a project. You know, so you basically want to draw it, let's say, from the front side, from the back side. You want to add in that um In that concept like let's say his backpack or a weapon or whatever he's carrying on you know so later on when companies who make games or animations or movies will take this information from you and they will actually use them to recreate what you've concepted you know in order to place them in their projects
1: yeah definitely like i think like concept art is more of a business term because you're working with a lot of parties and you're thinking about the parties too like how can I make this so clear, clear as possible for the 3D modelers, so they don't have to actually think about how the fuck are the legs like, gonna wear? The exactly. Thing, it? I mean,
2: I mean, they will love you, you know, if you go, if you provide for them really good information, you know. But let's say we're moving to illustration. You know, in illustration, you have to pick what you've concepted, you know, earlier, and place that character, let's say, into a dynamic pose or whatever, you know, to make a splash art and that is something that is like made in weeks you know yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. for an illustrator it's it's basically something supernatural you know to 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 actually make illustration in two or three weeks compared to uh to to concept artists who should make their art like in a day or two you yeah, know.
1: like there's there's a big difference like It's detailed and it's more of, like, the concept thing as well. It's, like, just the concept of the character. It's usually, like, shaded in black and white. No colors, no backgrounds, no everything. Yeah, exactly. And, like, what you're saying, like, the illustration, like, after concept art is done and it's, like, this character, the illustrators will take the picture and make it, like, very detailed. Backgrounds, coloring, all this crazy shit that comes with it. So that's, like, takes a lot more time. The illustration itself is more of, like... But
0: a quick question because I also see some really detailed concept art. Mm -hmm. so what's the difference
2: with i mean illustration in detailed concept concept art those are nice i mean even in concept art you're not going to provide sketches you know you're you're going to provide some high quality characters you know so those animators will know what to do with them you know but you're not going to spend weeks you know in detailing
1: that character you know it's also because, like the concept arting, as like the picture here is like from Lilinge. They usually they, they have like a pipeline of how they work, right? Yeah. So they're gonna pump out a new skin or a new uh, character or a new art like in weeks or Maybe a month. Maybe
0: we should uh, define it a little bit better for the people who don't see the. So it's like
1: feed? it's like a. We have like a picture of one thing, uh, which details just a really pretty illustration, and then the other part basically details. How a character looks like and what they're wearing, and how they're functioning.
0: A lot and, of different poses. Yeah, a lot and...
1: of different so that the three D modelers know what they do. What they do, and it's like in the basically
0: bis- you don't give the
1: you don't have to. They don't have to rely on their fantasy. No, they don't have to like make everything up themselves because in this business setting, it's definitely gonna be like time consuming to let people figure out everything, and that's why like the difference between uh, in like concept arting. In general, it's not that it's not detailed, but it's like more simple, like simple detailed, because they yeah, need to work with it exactly.
2: But they're not going to, um, let's say, give the audience this part, you know, of the concept no. art, because this is what they do inside. You know, this is something that they need in order to make an illustration worth of showing to people.
1: Yeah, you know, it's 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 just like the illustration itself is like more of the 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 pretty face of whatever the concept art was. It's like more of the, the, that people get drawn to it or like it or get like, they want to basically have this character or have this skin or have this game which has this beautiful illustration. Right, right. right. The concept art is usually the frameworks behind all this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right,
0: so the concept art is basically something what the end user won't see.
2: Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Uh, not a single gamer will ever see pieces of concept art, you know?
0: I mean, they, they get posted on the internet from I mean, time to yeah, time. Yeah, yeah,
2: but they they might actually accidentally, you know, see them. But when you're going to play a game, you're not going to see concept art there. You're going to, sp- to see their splash arts and their... Right, right. You They're know, can you finish.
0: define splash art, maybe?
2: Splash art is actually just a, an image of a character that shows exactly what i mean what what you're expecting from that character yeah, you know, like, to do in that game you know it, i mean if you're going to see let's say a big muscle guy you know who i don't know breaks up rocks with a hammer you're going to see you know exactly that or
1: it's, yeah it's like the, the the splash art basically shows you the character shows you how they are as a what personality they have what kind of style they have what kind of like uh alignment they have like it basically is like as uh i have no clue what is going but it's basically going to (laughs) show you what the feel is of this character like the feel of the character is what the splash art will show and this is what the audience will see
0: so it's more like uh, the character and you see the characteristics from the character in the art precisely okay
1: Uh,
0: one last question so can you, as an illustrator, combine concept arting and illustrating?
2: Uh, yeah. And I think if you do that, you're quite in a good position, you know, for some companies because they will love you, you know, because you're not just a concept artist, but, you know, some illustration skills so you can provide for them high quality concepts, you know, and they will use them with glad, you know, and they will thank you later because you did a great job. But those, I mean, There are, like, concept artists who actually uh, send to the clients, like, some sort of sketches, but they're, like, well-defined, but sketches, you know, not, like, solid illustrations of that character. And that works as well, but in the big majority of times, if you know how to combine those, you'll be, like, great.
1: Yeah, really. It's like... um Obviously a company would like you if you can do several things because then they don't have to hire four people to do one person's job basically. It's yeah, like yeah. it's it's a wonderful thing. But it's like also some concept artists just really don't want to do all the illustration stuff and just want to focus on this because they like to make a lot of different things and not be stuck on one thing for a long time.
0: Yeah, and there's something to be said to be uh to specifically one task to do. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's like to be good at one thing really like work that out instead of being a jack-of-all-trades, basically. Yeah. It's, like, also, like, some people just like to be good at one thing and some people like to be good at a lot of things or decently good at a lot of things.
0: Yeah, you can definitely both use jack-of-all-trades and specific artists.
1: It's just whatever kind of artist you are.
0: Yeah, definitely. So should we move on to the last segment of our show? Uh, The demo?
1: Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well,
2: so, now I'm just like drawing this one, so you can see the process of making a drawing is not something super complicated at this point. Because, of course, an illustration like takes hours. <laughs> okay. So I just like quickly sketch something out of out of here. You know. So I, uh, I can like play with some colors at this point. Um, for me, illustration. You know. It's uh, something like really nice. And if you kind of like know how to build a drawing, you get sort of like confidence skills, you know, out of that. But you do something different from me. You know, you do stuff in, in Illustrator more that mm-hmm. is something sharp and uh, worth sending to companies, for
1: example. Can you describe something out of that? Yeah, like that's the, the big difference between us, I think. Like, because I did the graphic design basically before I went to illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really learned how to do like these very corporate identity uh, stuff, like flat design which is basically uh, the concept of things being very simple, very flat, but instantly telling what they are. So not to like very detailed, not very crazy, not very abstract, just instantly telling you, okay, this is a house, this is a building, this is a face. And I like to use illustration a lot because I can just work with shapes and Mm -hmm. uh, just making things out of shapes, which is like, the best thing ever, in my opinion. I yeah, I don't know. It, it's
0: like you can shape and it is, reshape. It is. And yeah, build. it's
1: like uh, I just usually always start with like circles and squares and to just build the entire thing from that, mm-hmm. um, which is very different from what you do because you just go and start sketching basically and just go with all the shapes. You don't really bind yourself to any. Yeah. Things. No.
2: No. I just like make a concept, you know, and I kind of like illustrate that concept, but I'm not doing that for a company, let's say. I'm just doing that for fun at this point,
1: you know. It's like, uh, I feel like I've kind of been stuck in doing that kind of stuff, to be honest. That's why I also wanted to do illustration because I wanted to do more uh, not corporate stuff, more for Mm -hmm. myself as well, just doing fun. And the the thing is with Illustrator, like I like to do, give myself some limitations. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for a fact that you don't like to give yourself a lot of limitations. No, no. When
2: I started drawing, I just like get get lost in it, you know? <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. It How happened much time do you
0: spend on a drawing?
2: I mean, it depends on of, of the complexity. I mean, if I'm going to draw something that includes, let's say, five characters, it's going to take me, let's say, 20 hours. Yeah, something like that. 20 but, hours, that's yeah that's i mean i had actually i had times when i started a drawing and just kept lost you know and i just realized 12 hours you know passed away and i didn't like fucking move (laughs) you know from that computer because i was so into that drawing and i was like whoa
1: man this is insane That's, (laughs) that's also the difference right because uh if you do that kind of drawing like you lose time and if you work for companies, you just kind of have to have a schedule because you can't work 12 hours on a drawing because that will cost them like a shit ton of money and they just want a quick thing. It's like, I just like to do this. Like, I like to buy myself to like a certain colors, like five colors. Mm-hmm. I like to buy oh, myself yeah. to like- i like having... to do that too. Yeah, it's, it's really fun to just work with that. And like what you t- said at someone in the beginning is like, does like limitations make you a better artist? I think that limitations can definitely- uh-huh. Uh, make you more creative, as in how much can you make a wiggle space within this certain limitation that you got. Right, right. As is it for like school or for a, a company or for yourself. It's like, I don't know, I think it's, it's also can be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. But
2: I don't set my te- myself limitations. You know, I just really want to, to see where drawing goes, you know, mm-hmm. till the end. And I like to play with a lot of colors because uh, I... Tend nowadays to actually learn how to paint realistic stuff, and when you actually want to paint something, you you're not going to be set to five colors. You know, it's no, impossible no, because you're going to use only for the skin tone, let's say seven to twelve colors. Yeah, but you that's know?
1: A, that's also different in like doing illustration in Photoshop and doing it in Illustrator because flat design can be work with five colors, but if you do oh, realistic fucking
0: illustration,
1: you can't do there's that. A
0: lot of different colors in
1: the skin yeah it's because of all the shading and stuff that goes into it but it's like you're saying like if you the thing is if you don't have any limitations you can get very easily lost in it and just it just goes everywhere you just like (laughs) i know i know lose your shit this this at some points might be like
2: a bad thing because you're like there okay what do i do from this point you know but that can be overcome if you like do this for a very long time and you kind of like create your own algorithm, you know, of working. So this is something that you combine over the time, you know, I mean, this this was my case, you know, I had periods when I was like, okay, bro, now this drawing is at this point and I really don't know what to do with it anymore, you know, because I tried something new. Mm -hmm. But over the time, you know, just drawing and drawing and drawing, you know, you kind of like, as I said, make your own algorithm and you kind of like relate to that and you start to drawing and end so your drawing, you know, with the do you same mean fucking algorithm. Algorithm, I mean, Is what it- I mean by an algorithm, algorithm, I mean, like the way to actually draw something in your style, you know, I mean, how you as a person start to build the drawings, continue the drawing, render the drawing, and finish the drawing with the extra touches you know so but like this your, is,
0: your workflow
2: yeah yeah, yeah. exactly my work Basically workflow yeah. but this is something I, I guess uh, everybody's like doing from for themselves you know I mean it's it's your style and how you approach certain projects it, it depends on you
1: definitely it's like uh, the thing is like for working for companies or working for school like you can always find a little bit of your own stuff to do in it too like you can get lost in it yeah. But yeah. I feel like you get less lost in it if it's like an assignment for this because then you have like a clear goal. It's like I mean, if it's an,
2: if it's an, an assignment, you know, you kind of like know the theme and stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah, you yeah. kind of like have some references from the very beginning, but you, when you start something new by yourself, you know, that's the point when you can get lost because you don't know eventually how to approach, you know, a mm-hmm. whole project or how to continue it or whatever. But in this case, I think it's quite nice for artists to experience that, you know, because if you get this position, you know, of of, a fully mind blown, (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, when you when you tend to overcome, you know, those problems as an artist, I think those things will make you like great in the future.
1: Yeah. But how like, for example, if you do like uh, commissions or something. okay, Do you also like just non-set limitation go all over the place or is like
2: i mean it depends cuz you might get a commission and that dude says yo bro i like your style do something in your style and i'll pay <laughs> you and i'll pay you you know just draw no, but, me you know on it a...
0: depends also on how many hours you can spend on it because if you spend 20 hours for 5 hours of payment yeah it's basically 15 hours wasted
2: uh yeah but in this case And what I recommend you to do, if you get a commission, just set a price for the whole project. You know, it's better for you and for the client, you know. Because in this case, they will know you're you're not going to mess them up, you know, at a number of hours you're working on. And you're not like actually concerned and afraid that you're going to, I don't know, place two or three extra hours there. Mm -hmm. You know.
1: It's like... I don't know. Like companies usually want to hear like like our stuff. Like they don't want to pay you for an entire project usually. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you do commissions for like through Instagram or something, you get like a commission for that.
0: Guys, it's uh, very nice. It's sad to cut you off, but we almost are out of time. So. Oh no! <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Do
1: almost. we want to say
0: something before we leave?
2: Well. Uh. It- well, if you're an artist, I just wanted to to make a point that um, continue what you're doing, cause art is a great thing, and don't don't you ever like think you're like bad at what you're doing cause everybody's learning and everybody started from somewhere so some from a, a certain point. So if you consider yourself bad at bad at it, just take in consideration that every artist Started with a bad feeling about himself. You know, that's and a nice are, thought. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs>
0: think uh, we have to wrap up now. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Okay.
1: Sure. Thank you for listening. Thank you for Thank listening. Bye bye. Bye bye.